it's like a it, it's it's in the 90s and the it's like a thousand percent humidity i mean I'm, i walk the dog every day that dog gets walked constantly and we have to do very very early morning or very late at night and i swear i'm taking him out and i know i need to step up my cardio like i'm going to be doing meg's workouts again i'm i'm through an injury that i had so i but like i feel like i'm out in the humidity and it's so thick i can't breathe do you ever feel like that like it's like you could cut the humidity with a knife it's, trust me it's a lot worse here uh but and you if you're going to get out and run or do anything you got to do it like really early in the morning because any later than say 8 30 or 9 is just too much yeah yeah and that's it like i have to walk my dog like if i if i walk him after 9 a.m it's it's a done deal and we are calling my husband and he's panting on the side of the road it's it's brutal <laughs> That's the way Rosie is. I, I take her for walks in the morning and she doesn't like to walk very far anymore. Yeah. She, <laughs> she wants up. to turn around and come home. <laughs> she stops and turns around and looks at you. Yeah, like, like, she sits down and looks at you like, okay, I've had enough. Let's go. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. We already have people joining in. I'm going to send you ladies this link. Hold with me here. I, I put it out on our uh, BC website today that we was going to be on tonight. Gosh, thank you so much. Yeah. That's awesome. How are all the ladies doing in the VC? Uh, doing well. As far as I know, they're doing well. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's been a lot of changes with our uh, network, you know, upgrading things mm -hmm. and getting things, you know, uh, to a newer level of being able to communicate better and share photos and things like that. So there's been a lot of changes lately, but as far as I know, everybody's doing really good. That's good. Any hopes for getting together in the future or have some people already gotten together? Do what? I'm sorry. I'm has, sorry. has anybody gotten to socialize in the group? I know you, you all socialize like once a month. Oh, oh. Well, well, Jamie does like a Zoom thing. Oh yeah, Jamie does a Friday night Zoom. Yeah. 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 Um, yep. With a whole bunch of people. Mm -hmm. so we've, we've done that once. I mean, mm -hmm. When we're... Yeah. We, when we remember to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're usually busy on yeah. Friday evenings, but at the time she's doing it, we're usually busy. Yeah, you know, we're we don't have time. Yeah, we're sleeping. That's my problem. I get burnout by it's Friday. Early. No, it's, it's, is it late? it's about my bedtime. Is it that late? Really? Yes. Oh, okay, we're sleeping. <laughs> or whatever. I got a, I think I got the afterthought invitation. I got the last minute in the, the invitation for the yeah. very first one. It was supposed to be the first Friday night meeting was like when it was actually the week at Keystone. And like, that was such a brutal month. I was lucky if I made it through the week without drinking. But I remember like I was, it was like Friday night. I'd had wine. And then I look at my husband, I'm like, I'm being invited to a Zoom party, <laughs> like, like hoodie, no makeup, pajamas, like three sheets to the wind. <laughs> that was, that was a good time. And it was so neat to see everybody, like some people dressed up, like this is what I would have worn to Keystone. I did not, I was in my pajamas, but <laughs> it was a good time. Well, I think, I think we're live. So welcome everyone to Trans Tuesday. Um, this is that's people that has already written in. Yeah, we already have comments come in, so I'll read them all. Don't mess it up. I don't want to mess anything up, so I'm gonna yeah. leave it alone. We can see right here everybody's comments. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, try to share them to your page too, if you can. If you can share. I did. I shared them. 
Awesome. All right. Well, and y'all are watching, like we've literally been on Zoom for already like 20, 25 minutes, just chit-chatting. We should have had like, this is a, a new part of Trans Tuesday. We're calling this after the show. And so um, from now on every month after, hopefully schedule-wise will work, after we have a transition journey interview with a sister of the month and welcome Samantha, our sister, July sister of the month, the very first ever sister of the month, like official calendar girl. Um, so after every, I'm really excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, after every Friday that we're gonna feature a transition journey of the month, the following Tuesday, we hope to have that same sister on um for like an after the show so if you've already a lot of our um episodes in the past like when stephanie when we did yours we had you on trans tuesday before and the whole conversation was like oh we're going to talk about that in the interview we're going to talk about that in the interview so now we're switching it up so if you've seen the interview already or if you listen to it let us know um so that we can actually say yeah like yeah we heard that too that was that was a part of it um, so yeah, I'm very excited. And what's so neat is I feel like tonight is a, the, the culmination of a three-part series. Um, you know, first we had Stephanie on with her amazing transition journey. Then we had your beautiful uh, fiance, Samantha on, and tonight you join us together. So this is the first time that we've had a couple, um, join us to answer questions live and, um, I just, when, I think Stephanie was when you were on with the Trans Tuesday, we were getting questions of what's it like to find love after transition? What's it like to be with another trans woman? And it was so magical to hear your answers with that. And so I know we've got some people that are really excited tonight. Um, and apparently we already have comments coming in that we're seeing. So when I read the comments, I'm going to be looking down at my phone. Oh, ladies. Oh, no, 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 no. Did I lose you? All right, well, hopefully you'll come back. I'm gonna read the comments for now. Hopefully we get the ladies back. Let's see who we've got. We have 11 comments so far. Oh my goodness. So we've got Hannah and Samantha and some different people watching. Desiree, hope your evening's going well. Marina says, hello. Um, Hello, beautiful ladies. Desiree, I mentioned to Cassandra earlier, I'm at six months on hormones now. Yeah, good job, Desiree, congratulations. Um, Janice Alejandra Chavez, greetings girls from Chihuahua, Mexico. Is that Mexico? Oh my goodness, welcome from Mexico, hola. Um, Marina Chao Belladonna. We've got Jamie Kendall. Hello, girls. Looking forward to hearing your story. Love you all. You are all the best. Danny Butler, good evening to you all. We've got Heidi Stevens joining us. Hi, Heidi. Rachel Lee. I made it my first time watching. Hello, everyone. Hi, Rachel. It's so exciting to have you. And uh, Jamie Kendall, good evening to you all. Cass, Samantha, and Steph. So let's see what happened to our gals are y'all still seeing me let's see well i told the ladies i was worried about my end of us getting lost on here um let me see if i can bring the gals back mm -hmm. 
So in the meantime, send me your questions for these ladies. Are you out there in relationships? Are you looking to um, go through a transition with a loved one? Are you hoping to find love afterwards? All right, I think we got the gals coming in. Hopefully they're coming back to us, but let us know your thoughts and your questions for these amazing ladies. Um, so exciting to have a real life love story with us tonight. Thank you all so much for already joining us. Um, hey gals, did it work out? I've got Samantha, looks like she's coming in and connecting from audio. I wonder if she's joining us from her computer. So how is everybody doing this evening? How are you ladies? I think we're still waiting for the audio to come in. I can't hear you. Can you put up your volume? Yeah. Okay, so Janice from Mexico. Yes, darling, Chihuahua is the most biggest state in Mexico. Janice, how did you find us from down in Mexico? That's amazing. Last week we had somebody join us from the South Pacific. I am so excited to be reaching out to these international ladies. It's fabulous. Oh, Heidi, oh my goodness, it's Arkansas. What do you expect for high tech? I know, I know. Ugh. Ladies, are you there? I'm having a hard time hearing you. Stephanie, are you able to join from your computer? Let's see if we've got her there. We're gonna make this work somehow between phone and computer and everything and through the thunderstorm that we're finally getting up here, we're gonna make this work. Hey, sweetie, how's it going? Car three, participants in the oh, oh, okay. on hold by the host. You cannot listen or talk until the host returns to the hold. It's okay, can you turn okay. that down? <laughs> okay, perfect. All right, well, we have you ladies in like dual screen. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, you so much. I was trying mine. We were trying everything. <laughs> oh my God. That so worked. And well, about the same time. Do not touch nothing. Don't touch yeah. anything. <laughs> And Samantha, somehow, even though your computer screen is closed, you're still on. So if we lose, if we lose on Stephanie again, we'll come back and we'll be there with you. I like the dual screens though. So we have so many people joining us already tonight. Although I will tell you, Heidi Stevens is throwing shade because y'all are in Arkansas and she's like, what do you expect for the technology down there? Hey, hey, come on, Heidi, come on. Okay, so. Um, all these amazing people who are joining us, we've got somebody to Jamie says she can see everybody now, so that's great. All right, all right. there's all my comments up there. Okay, okay, so but question the comments for some reason, so I have to look on my let her do that. Yeah, question number one okay. Was it love at first sight? Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, we uh. We briefly met at a event in Atlanta. It was actually what the VC event. Mm -hmm. What year was that? Uh, 17. Yeah, 17. Uh, we just briefly met at the hotel, run into each other a couple of times, never really even sat down and had a conversation. And then from there, we texted because we were both going to uh, TG October, and that's kind of where we 
Yeah, made up at. Yeah. Now TJ Rocktober, that's the Vegas show, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And and what happened when you met up in Vegas? Uh, or you, I guess you're not allowed to tell me because what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah, it's just order. It's still there. Yeah. <laughs> kind of sort of. No. It got a little wild. No. <laughs> we got to drinking and dancing and we got to talking. And we had dinner before that. Yeah. Before the drinking and dancing, we had dinner. <laughs> As a group. And we sat with each other, you know, and talked and got to know each other a little bit. And uh, then we went out that night drinking and dancing and things just kind of got a little heated up. <laughs> okay. So the sparks started flying in Vegas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, where were you two um, in your lives? I know you've talked about it in your different um, interviews. So anybody who's watching, we have a real life love story um, right before us. And both these ladies have done um, interviews on their own, but are transition journey interviews. So um, go on to the myfeminineheart.com website and you will see both their interviews there. But yeah, so for the two of you, um, where were you in your transitions and, and where were you in your lives? Were you out? Were you still kind of in the closet when you met? Were you looking for love? Well, I was kind of in the middle of something with someone I really <laughs> Yeah, she was in a relationship, but she wasn't out. She was only yeah. out going to events. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually in the process of transitioning. I started my transition, let's say, in um, December of 2016. And that's when I started seeing my therapist and started working through things. And, uh, and so by the time I met her, I was feeling really comfortable and confident with uh, who I was, you know, going out because I've been going out with some of the girls in Atlanta. And I was, yeah, I'll say this. In fact, when, when we were talking in Vegas, we were having lunch or dinner. I, I, I thought she was a, you know, she'd been out for years. She was so confident and so comfortable with herself. Um, that's the impression I got. So that's one of the reasons I love talking to her. So, you know, it's like she sounded, you know, I, I hesitate to think you were a pro or anything. That sounds kind of mean, She was but, very uninformed. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was not. Yeah. No, I was far very, from it. Yeah. I, I, we had been going, I had been going out some in Atlanta where some of my friends in Atlanta had just started going out and getting comfortable being out, you know, at clubs and places like that. So, yeah, I was feeling pretty good. But, yeah, I was just very, I was very early in my journey. Yeah. It was. And what's so amazing to me is, you know, in your transition journey interview that just came out Friday, you talked about how you lived in Atlanta, which has a huge trans community, 20 minutes down the road from the Southern Conference, mm-hmm. Southern Comfort Conference, SCC, and you didn't even know it existed. Oh, but she sure did. She was there. I did. <laughs> how many years did you go there? About six years. Yeah. 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 But yeah, for about six years, she was coming and I had no idea. And I, Honestly, I didn't even know that the conference existed. I had no idea that they were having a conference like that, that I could go and meet people like me. Because at that particular time in my life, I thought I was all alone. There was no transgender people other than me. You know, I, I really felt very alone. Yeah. I, I was very uninformed. Do you, are you happy you met when you did? Or do you wish you could go back those six years that Stephanie was in Atlanta? Were you, do you think you would have been ready for each other? You know, honestly, I don't think so. I don't. I think time is everything. Um, you know, she wasn't ready with her family. I wasn't ready with mine. There was still a lot going on in my life, in my uh, career, you know, with my career and different things like that. So, 
I don't think it would have worked as good as it has. Uh, because when we did meet, I was ready to start the final transition, you know, transitioning at work and, um, and, you know, living my life full time every day. And so it wasn't but just a couple of months after we met that I started that process. Uh, and where I transitioned to work, which went beautifully, you know, everything worked marvelous. Uh, and, uh, but I think that made a big difference for both of us because it gave her an idea that, hey, we can do this, you know, mm -hmm. and I can do the same thing you're doing. I can transition at work too, and I can go full time and, and look where our life is going to go together, you know? Yeah. So it, it, it was really, really good timing, I actually. Granted that it was very late in our lives that we had to wait so long to finally meet each other. <laughs> you know, it was really late in our lives, but I, this is like the best thing that's ever happened to me. Me too. You know, yeah, it really is. That's amazing. And for anyone who hasn't seen your interviews yet, um, what is life like right now? I see you are filming us from your bedroom where you live together, but you were not in the same city when you met and fell in love. Now I lived in Atlanta. Stephanie lived here. Uh, we long distance dated for two years. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was actually a lot of fun. <laughs> wasn't it? Oh, we, we got a lot of air miles in. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of air miles and we got to travel places that we probably maybe yeah. wouldn't have went. Yeah. Uh, she got to visit Atlanta and we went to the Braves games like many times and mm -hmm. did things in the Atlanta area that she would have never experienced. So it really, it gave us an opportunity to kind of explore and get to know each other on a different level yeah and we traveled not just there we traveled to you know to Niagara Falls oh yeah to, Niagara Falls to yeah. Asheville mm -hmm. to you know places like this and lots of different places Savannah Dallas. Georgia yeah. Dallas yeah. Um, uh, Las Vegas of course <laughs> uh, but we're all started yeah we're all started <laughs> yeah yeah, and that's something that you had shared with me. I don't think we mentioned it in your interview Samantha but you said you had not been much of a traveler before you were with Stephanie and that this is like a new side that's come out of, to, of you no, uh, you know, as my other life, my other self, um, I traveled, I had some friends that we would travel occasionally to ball games, but that was the extent of my travels. Uh, my travels was very limited. And uh, so when I started traveling as Samantha, that was like a whole new ball game for me. And it really opened up a lot of doors and it really instilled a lot of confidence in myself, you know, as to be able to travel like that and go places and do the things we did because it really wasn't anywhere that we wouldn't go or couldn't go. We did. Yeah, we did it. Mm -hmm. Well, and for anybody who's watching who hasn't traveled as their most authentic self, what has been the experience for you? It's been, I haven't had the first issue with traveling as before I transitioned and even after. I have had no issues at all. I know some people say they do, but have you? Is that what you're talking about? Like issues and stuff? No, or just, yeah. Have you ever run into um, any concerns, any issues while traveling? Um, no, no, not at all. I mean, it's been, everybody treats you really well and, and professionally, you know, like everyone else, everywhere else. Mm -hmm. It just, you get good and tired like everybody else does when you're traveling. <laughs> I mean, even the hotels we stayed in, like going to Niagara Falls, yeah. the people up there were super friendly. Yeah. That, that's, and that's nice, true. you know, and uh, the restaurants we went to. We, we get along very well everywhere we go. We don't have any problems at all. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't like her anyway? I mean, isn't she? <laughs> well, Samantha, don't people just like come up to chat with you like in the grocery store? And Oh, yeah, they, they yes. do uh, yes. quite a bit. You know, uh, it happens a lot. I, I, I run into people all the time that just mm -hmm. want to talk. 
And matter of fact, you know, I think I told you I, I flew in late last night from the airport in Atlanta because I had a family issue come up that I had to fly immediately back to from vacation, had to fly immediately back to Atlanta. Yeah. And uh, I was sitting at the airport because I got there early and having dinner and sitting, I was actually sitting at the bar and there was a couple just right down from me. And uh, they asked me, you know, what I was having for dinner. You know, we talked about what I was having and they ordered the same thing I ordered. And then uh, we talked about, we just struck up a conversation and just started talking about different things, you know, and, and where they were from and what they were doing and what I was doing. And uh, it's just amazing, like, if you're willing to let yourself be open to it, how often people will just, you know, talk to you like they do everybody else. That's right. You know, and they never question. I never seen the question. Sometimes you can see it in their face and their eyes. They kind of question, you know, okay, is, is maybe she transgender or something like that, but never seen that look on their face. You know, they treated me, you know, just like they would any other woman, I think. Yeah. And I know that may, it may seem like a simple question, but there are so many people who are going to watch this who don't even dare to walk out into the hallway of their home, you know, dressed. And the idea of living their best life and, and going to the grocery store and having a conversation of, just traveling the world as themselves, you know, that, I mean, for there are so many people who are watching that that is just an, an unthinkable dream. And, you know, I, I think what your beautiful message here is it doesn't have to be an impossible dream. It can be a real, a beautiful reality. Oh, I mean, one of the, one of the, one of the funnest thing, funnest, one of the you know, most wonderful thing I, uh, things I did was, is traveling uh, dress when I was just getting started, you know, mm -hmm. before I transitioned, that was a lot of fun and a lot of confidence building as well. That, that builds your confidence a lot as you see that there's no big deal, that nobody, people walk past you, they don't care. Um, it, it just builds a lot of confidence in me as I did that like numerous times before I transitioned. So, mm -hmm. um, and it's not as hard as you think really all they care about is your, does your name and, and, and ID match the ticket. That's all they care about. Yeah, I actually had uh, the picture on my driver's license before I transitioned. I had the picture on my driver's license changed. Yeah. So the picture on my license would match who I looked like, yeah. even though my name wasn't changed yet. Uh, and, you know, yeah. but uh, no, honestly, you know, I think we talked about it last week when you interviewed me that um, most people, you know, as long as you are, you know, acting like everybody else acts, you know, and you, you have confidence in yourself and who you are as a person and you just you don't shy away from people, you know, you, if people want to, you know, smile at you, smile back, you know, I think one of the things I told you everywhere I go, I don't think, I never walk into a store without smiling at somebody, you know, and giving somebody that look like, hey, how you doing, you know, and that's just what people do, that's what women do, you know, mm -hmm. girls do that all the time, you know, and it just, as long as you are just being part of the crowd that you're in, and not trying to hide yourself away from it, you know, People don't care. They just they just accept you for who you are. We we have a tendency as human beings, and I see this so much as a photographer, where we think all eyes are on us, and mm -hmm. that people scrutinize us the way we are when we're looking in a mirror, when we're our harshest critic, when we're the most focused on ourselves. And and I I'm always talking nerves down for people, especially when I'm out in photo shoots and in public. And I'm t I always tell people because they think, oh, people are watching me, they're watching me pose, and and I always say no one's watching. It's, it's like dance like no one's watching. Everyone's on their phones. <laughs> it's like everybody's heads down. They're looking at their phone. Um, just yeah. enjoy. Oh, no. 
yeah. And people can pick up when you're confident and confident in yourself. They pick up on that, you know, and they pick up on when you're happy, you know, when you smile. Uh, but they also pick up on when you try to hide yourself and turn your turn your eyes away every time somebody looks at you. You know, that's that's a that's one of those things that people will pick up on also, and they wonder they will wonder why you're doing that. You know, so the best thing you can do anywhere that you go is just be confident and enjoy mm -hmm. who you are as a person and enjoy. You know, be nice to people, smile at people, be friendly. A hundred percent. I'm going to read through some comments here, and everybody who's watching, if you have any questions for these ladies about love and long distance dating and transitioning together, please send them in or if you have anecdotes from your own story, but there are so many comments, I can't keep up with it. <laughs> so Hannah, oh, Hannah, um, people love confidence. When you exude it, you will be accepted a hundred percent. Very true, very true. Sarah Miller says, absolutely beautiful. Julie Lee saying hi to Desiree. Desiree saying hi to Julie. Everyone's just having their own micro connections. <laughs> <on here. laughs> Thank you. Julie saying hi to Jamie. <laughs> like, Jamie saying hi to Danny. Oh, this is adorable. We need like to get everybody on here. Um, oh, Leah Masters is watching with us. Hi, Leah, come say hi. Um, so we have this special new person, Janice from Mexico, and, she, and I asked her how she found it. And she says, well, what can I tell you? I just found this page and I love it. Janice, I hope you join us every Tuesday night at this same time. It's 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, wherever you are in Mexico. Not sure the time zone, but, but join us every Tuesday. Um, next week, we have Ashley Brundage on with us. So that's going to be that's going to be awesome. Um, so Desiree Payne had an exciting thing happen today. Today I, was her six month um, appointment for the hormones that she's taking. She's all the way up in Alaska. Yeah, snaps for Desiree. She says she's doing all right. Um, and she says she wants to share with everybody that the planned parenthood she's using up in Alaska, and I think she's in Anchorage, um, has been really helpful for her. <laughs> It's been really helpful for getting our hormones. Um, and it wasn't hard to do. It just takes courage to make that big decision to start. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's just, but it's just, you know, it's one step after another. You just keep moving forward, you know, and, and, and things fall into place before you know it. Yeah. I think we definitely actually started almost pretty close to the same time. Yeah. yeah, mm -hmm. just a few months apart. Yeah. But we both have been on hormones for over, I think, over four years now. Yeah, almost four. Yeah. It's amazing what the right hormone balance can do for your body. Uh, and Marina said, hey, hey, Marina. Yeah. Um, so Marina is one of our top experts at My Feminine Heart, and she actually helps women and trans women balance their hormones through like special diet and things like that. It's amazing how even just the food you eat can really throw off the chemistry and the hormones in your body. So she's teaching me a lot of that too. So Janice from Mexico says, I went to a psychologist for about three years, some years ago, and I went in order to find myself. Well, she told me that I need to be sure of myself when I went out in public and be certain of my trip and nobody would tell me anything. And uh, so, yeah, that sounds like the same message. And she says, you are so fantastic. We think you're pretty fantastic too, Janice, and congratulations on your travel. Um, Sarah Miller, I'm 43 years old and just started taking hormones. Can you give me some advice for someone transitioning later in life? All right, Sarah, we got you. 43 years old, she started taking hormones. What advice do we have for her transitioning later in life? 
First of all, you're not that later in life because we was a lot older. <laughs> yeah, we were, we're older than that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, Sarah, if you go to myfeminineheart.com, you will see that a lot of the transition journeys that I've done, a lot of the people are usually 50 and older that I have interviewed so far. It's, a, it's amazing. I think you get to a point in your life where you're like, screw it. I'm done. I'm living my life. Yeah, that's exactly that's right. exactly what happened to us, especially me, because uh, me too. I just I didn't want to go forward with the rest of my life neglecting who I really am, which I have done my whole life. Mm -hmm. And so I was determined that I was going to move forward. And and luckily Stephanie came into my life at right to like uh, right at the right time, and uh, it really gave me a little bit more of the confidence that I needed to do what you know, the next steps, you know, the transition at work and to move forward in different areas yeah. like that. We, we fed off one another. We yeah. did. We really yeah. fed off one another and, and really encouraged one another. Mm -hmm. and, and it's nice to have somebody that you can do that with mm -hmm. in life. Um, advice though, I mean. But advice, yeah. uh, you know, stick with it. Now, don't expect immediate results. Uh, and it's different for everybody. Yeah. Some people have really good results, like Stephanie results was a lot better than mine. <laughs> uh, she responded very well to Holland Mountains, but I did not so much. But it does yeah. change. For me, it changed a lot of my, um, it changed a lot of my personality, believe it or not. Uh, a lot of it. Yeah, that's what I would say. It, yeah. My advice is to have realistic expectations mm -hmm. um, for that. Um, it, 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 it does work on people uh, differently, individually. So some, like she, she got, she does get, um, emotionally emotional really affects her but not so much yeah mm -hmm. i'm i'm very emotional um, person and uh, let your body change you know everybody it, yeah. it does different with everybody so yeah it's a little just, bit different for everybody uh, but yeah um definitely we love it <laughs> yeah i mean it's one of the first best steps you can do yes it really is yes. it gets you going down that road and helps you uh emotionally become uh in contact with that person within you that, you know, that you, you know, are, are exploring and trying to learn who she is and, or, or he. And, uh, and so the hormones really make a big difference. For me, it did. It made a big difference in me getting in touch. Mm -hmm. At first I was, you know, I was just, I was an emotional wreck for a little while. Yeah. Uh, you know, it took me a while to adjust to it. Uh, and, but it got better. And uh, mm -hmm. I, yeah, I wouldn't, I'm so happy that I started when I did. I really am. Yeah. Don't let don't let uh, the age thing bother you. Just no. uh, mm -mm. Uh, everybody, you know, it, if it's your time, it's your time. And don't let the fact that you might have waited a little while stop you. You know. And in my opinion, age is a number. I mean, yeah. I I feel like I get the age dysphoria when I watch the Golden Girls, and I'll just look oh. at my friends like these women look like like in 2020, the Golden Girls look like they'd be about 88 years old but I'm pretty sure they were like in their forties, like our Blanche claimed to be 40 and like, you know, 50, like they still worked jobs and things like that. Like um, people are just healthier now. They know how to keep themselves looking and feeling younger. You know, 40 today is, is so much younger and more vibrant today than 30 years Yeah. But you know, and, and, and Marina made a very good point about healthy foods. You know, what mm -hmm. you eat makes a big difference too. Um, you know, eating healthy, uh, living a healthy lifestyle, being active, 
All of that plays a role in how well your body responds to hormones yeah. and different things like take, that. Take care of yourself. So you yeah. gotta you gotta take care of yourself too. Uh, but it's it's all it's all just a process and all and uh, and it's just part of learning who you are and getting mm -hmm. in touch with your true self and your true feelings. Yeah, and Marina Catrells talked about that with water. Just drink water. If something doesn't feel right in your body, drink and drink and hydrate and flush it out. If anything else you know, most of us are going around dehydrated and we have no idea and that can help balance us so well. Mm -hmm. It can make all the difference, yeah. No, through this, right before the quarantine happened, I did a bunch of episodes with April Kirshner, our cosmetic injectionist, who's our top expert. And we were talking about Botox and I was like, well, I'm coming off a six week, no drinking, no sugar, no junk food cleanse. And I'm like, I don't need Botox. I look pretty good. Six weeks into quarantine, I'm like, oh man, <laughs> I, need, I need a whole lot of work. And then I had to talk with my husband. I'm like, you know what? I'm not ready to get stuff injected into the face if I can cure it with drinking water and cutting back on the crap. Like it just, what we- It does help. It helps a lot. It really yeah. does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Sarah, I hope that works out for you. We've got other advice coming in from um, some of our people yeah. here too. So Hannah is telling you, Hannah, um, she says, be patient. Yeah. Um, Sarah, don't rush things. Ask questions and keep positive. Follow the doctor's orders, you know. Yes. Mm -hmm. Listen to your doctor. And and you're and you'll you'll have to go through several adjustments with your levels and different things like that and how much to take because that again is different for everybody. Just because somebody takes, you know, 10 milligrams or five milligrams doesn't mean that you will. You know, you, you yeah, may need listen more to or your less. doctor. Just uh, yeah. work through it with your doctor. It's a, it's a process. Yeah. And Hannah says, I guess after after hormones, she feels like she's 25 years younger emotionally. I agree with that. Wow. That's true. I feel a lot younger too. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. So I've got more coming in. Um, Sarah, wh whatever you were saying, she said, that's where she is at. Mm -hmm. um, Desiree says she's younger too. She just turned 40 and she just wants to be happier. So that's why she decided to, to start her hormones too. Um, Marina says healthy foods are responding very well with Samantha. Oh, <laughs> and yes, water is very important. Chloe Webb. Hi, Chloe. So Chloe's got some great advice. Learn to listen to your body and journal it. That is fabulous advice. Yeah. I have a tendency to tell my body what I expect and to not listen. Like when I'm tired, I'm like, no, I'm just going to pump more coffee in or I'm going to eat more sugar to keep myself going. When I'm like, you know what, maybe I need to just take a, a half hour break and relax. And Yeah. And I am not a journaler and everybody tells you to journal. And I know that is so important. That's fabulous, Chloe, that you're doing that. I've tried it, but I'm not so good at it either. <laughs> <laughs> you got to find like, I, but I'll, I also, I'll keep track of stuff in like Excel. So I guess we all have our different <laughs> forms of journaling. Um, oh, some on the love stuff. So Julie Lee says, I remember that first meeting in Atlanta between the two of you and y'all have been inseparable ever since. Uh, yeah, oh my goodness. Danny Butler, I was in Atlanta when I first saw Stephanie and Samantha and they were a couple then. I thought they were married and I could not figure out, oh, I thought they were a husband and wife and I could not figure out which was the transgender woman. No. So, so Danny didn't realize that you were both trans. She knew somebody must have been because of being in Atlanta at the conference. Uh -huh. She couldn't figure it out. That's so funny. Oh, 
And who am I? Am I missing anybody in here? So Janice in Mexico, I thought there's no ideal age to transition. I know that it's so hard to take the first step. Just be certain of what, um, of what you're about to do. I turned 40 last week and I'm still transitioning, but it's the best choice that I made. Congratulations. Wow. Holy ladies, you are such, such rock stars. And Desiree says, I hear that often too. Not something I'm good at about journaling. I'm with you, Desiree. But you find what works for you. You know, maybe it's documenting yourself with a picture every day. And then you can go through time and see the transition in your pictures. I think that makes it because we we do take a lot of pictures, <laughs> you know, and I can actually go back and look at some of the, my pictures when I first started transitioning versus how I look now. And honestly, I, I, you know, not bragging that I look good or nothing, but I think I look better now than I did when I first started. You know, for some reason, I just think I look better. I don't know if it's the hormones or just, you know, what has happened, you know, over that period of you know, four years, but I honestly believe that I look more myself now than I did when I first started. You have a natural beauty now. When Ah. I go back and I look at um, the photos I taken of you in the past before you were like fully transitioned to where you are now, you were more heavily made up. Mm -hmm. Now you have the confidence to literally come in off the beach, grab a margarita and sit down for like a recorded Zoom interview. Yeah. Yeah. I've gotten a lot better with my makeup, too. <laughs> uh, but honestly, you know, uh, I don't use as much as I used to. You know, I have cut back on some of it. You know, I, some things I do a little better, you know, and some things I do a lot less, you know, than I used to. So I've, I've learned a lot, you know, as far as, you know, what makes me feel good about the way I look, you know. And what have you done to teach yourself what makeup is best for you? Do you watch YouTube videos or do you work with anybody? Practice for me, just practice. Doing it every day and just doing it every day and trying a little tweak here and there. Making some mistakes, you're gonna make some mistakes. Um, yeah, I, I think it's just from, yeah. trying different things too, trying different looks. Don't always stick with the same thing, you know, do yeah. something different. I think what made the biggest difference for me is uh, is when I started working full-time as Samantha and I had to get up every day and get dressed and put on makeup which you know I never had to do that before and uh and going through that process day after day after day you know um really helped me a lot and I do that still even though I'm no longer working I'm retired yay and (laughs) and I'm at home every day I still get up and do my makeup and and fix myself up just like I was going somewhere, you know, to work or wherever I might go. Yeah, she does that yeah. for the dog. I mean, <laughs> for Rosie. Yeah. 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 But uh, I, I so do it too. It's rare, but even at like, it's rare for me to not put makeup on during yeah. the day. And it's usually because I know I'm going to have an early workout or an early swim and it's just going to come right off. But if I'm home sick, I'll still put something on so that I feel better when I go and I look in the mirror and I'm like, well, oh, I don't look too sick. I look okay. I'm, I'm going to get through this. I, I, we need to comment on this one because Hannah Jean is making a very good point. And Stephanie has actually has actually told, you know, counseled me about this several times about getting rid of the beard and the hair. Oh, yeah, Hannah. So you're saying oh, like early on? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. If, if, before, if you haven't transitioned yet, you're, but you're, it, you feel transitioning is in your future, go ahead and start hair removal 
to that right then. To start that, start yeah, it right, right then. now. <laughs> yeah. um, especially on the beard or neck yeah. and everything. Mm -hmm. That's something that I did um, about three years prior to transitioning. So the beard was pretty much gone uh, beforehand. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and that's because I'm still struggling with that. She you know, still I, I didn't start, I started later after I started transitioning. And I've done laser and all of the hair is gone from the laser, my whole body, basically. Uh, and a lot of it from my face, but I still have other hair on my face that I have to get rid of. Mm -hmm. And electrolysis is very painful. <laughs> and uh, But it's something you have to do and it takes a long time to do it. And so the, that's really yeah. good advice so is to start as early as yeah. possible. And you can do that before you transition. No one will care. No, yeah. You're not going to miss the beard. I mean, can, yeah. who's going to miss shave it? I mean, yeah. Real. Yeah. So I have not done the episode. It's supposed to be my next episode with April Kirshner, our, our cosmetic injectionist, about laser hair removal. Mm -hmm. um, and it's my understanding. Do you have to let the hair grow out? No, you have to shave. You, For laser, you have to shave. For laser, okay, because she does. Um... For electrolysis, you let it grow out just a little bit, okay. so they grab the hair. But laser, uh, they want you completely shaved for laser. Okay, so if you're doing electrolysis, you definitely need to do this before you transition because you don't want to have to grow a beard out after you've, you know. That's right. Running. See, if you transition and then you know you have the problem of, okay, I need to grow it a little bit. Well, you had to have. I, I figured uh, out because I started doing it. Well, then when yeah. I moved here, the electrolysis, and I figured out I had to have at least three days of growth in order for her to be able to do what she needs to do. Yeah, which and is so, mortifying for her. Yeah, so <laughs> for three days, I'm in hiding. <laughs> yeah. I don't go outside. You know, I don't go to the store. Stephanie says, you need to go. I said, no, I don't. <laughs> now, let me ask you a question here about beauty. Um, has your skin changed since you've stopped shaving and you've started wearing makeup? Because I was always raised that most men have beautiful skin because they shave and it's like an exfoliation, almost like a facial mm -hmm. every day if they shave regularly. But now instead of wiping those dead skin cells off, you're piling them up with makeup. I'm sorry, what? No. Go ahead. Um, no, I do, you just wash your face a lot. You can just keep your face clean and and use the products to keep yourself uh, exfoliated that way. That's that's what I recommend. I mean, my, my skin has been so much so much nicer now uh, with hormones. But you know, the hormones help with that. They, yeah. they, it softens your skin up a lot. Right. You know, and it's definitely right. softened mine up, my whole body. I mean, my legs and but everything it, are a lot softer than they used to be. But the beard will still grow. So Yes, um, so it doesn't stop the hair growth. No. It still grows. Um, um, IPL needs some hair showing. Danny says, which one's IPL? Sorry. Uh, IPL is, is, I think it's just another form of laser. Uh, I think it's the better, uh, there's several different kinds out there, but I think the IPL is the better laser treatment to get rid of the hair. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, um, I'm actually, I'm doing some of that right now for another reason. Uh, but, um, but yeah, uh, actually, I heard the other day that they might be coming out with a laser that can actually remove light hair because uh, laser only removes dark hair, not light hair. And so, Ooh, dark, really? Uh, yes. So that's why you, if you have light hair, you have to do electrolysis. So do you have to do that, Stephanie? Because you have more of a blonde hair. Yeah, mm -hmm. com complete electrolysis. The whole, in, you know, about uh, 250 plus hours. 
it's a lot. Yeah. That is a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, that's a but it's about gone. It's a lot of pain. <laughs> well, you know, we we got on here to talk about love, but now I just want to talk about beauty stuff. So let me ask you, since especially, um, you know, and I, I photographed you both over the years and Samantha, you specifically said you used to wear more makeup. You wear less now. Um, Stephanie, I noticed you also, I mean, you've always been beautiful, but you definitely have like, you've gone more natural too. Um, and I think that's like a common thing as the further you get into transitioning, yeah. you kind of cake it on exactly you just get used to with your, you have a better technique you feel more confident you have a better more honed in look and you just stay with that and you don't need quite as much i think you know, what is one makeup must have that you have to have no matter what eyeliner eyeliner <laughs> do you use a liquid or do you use a pencil or a pen i use both but mostly a pencil mostly a pencil yeah i, I think the eyes are probably one of the most important things to learn how to do and, and really grasp people's attention is yeah. your eyes. What's your favorite yeah. product? What, what was your most have to go through thing? You can't live without product. Uh, it's, it, it has to be eyeshadow. Eyeshadow? No, 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 no. It's lipstick. Lipstick. Yeah, lipstick. Yeah. Lipstick. Really? Yes. Yeah. I I don't walk out of the house without lipstick on. <laughs> no, you wouldn't go Never. to the mailbox without Never. lipstick on. <laughs> Now, do, what, do you own a lot of different shades and brands, Do you, or do you have a favorite? I, my favorites are berries. You know, I have uh, several berry colors, you know, a lot like this. Uh, but, yeah, uh, a little bit of reds every now and then, but mainly berries. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't go anywhere without my lipstick. Even, even uh, out running, you know, if I get up to go out running early in the morning, I'm going to have lipstick on. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> And Stephanie, what color eyeliner do you use or do you change up your eyeliner? I usually, it's either a, a, a black or a dark brown. Yeah. 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 My, my, my eyes are so light, so in, indistinguishable from the rest of my skin. I like to, to let them bring them out with a darker color. So, yeah. Okay. So one question I'm sure a lot of people out there have um, with being um, trans women in a relationship together are makeup and cosmetics and wardrobe open for grabs or do you have boundaries? Like this is mine, that is yours. We have boundaries with makeup, but not with clothes. Yeah. Well, yeah, with clothes, all the clothes. This are, is her top. Yeah, that's my top. <laughs> uh, yeah. But we share all of our clothes, uh, but makeup, she has hers, I have mine. Yeah, we don't touch yeah. each other. We don't makeup. mess with each other's makeup. Yeah, that's, that's fighting words. Right yeah, there. yeah. I mean, I'll ask if I want to borrow a palette, you know, or try something new, yeah. uh, but you just don't take it. <laughs> yeah. My, my, my daughter will take my, my palette. She'll, she'll come in and just steal it. And yeah. uh, I go, where did, where did this palette go? Where, where's my highlighter? You know, the, my daughter got it in here. You know, yeah. like, ah. yeah. They don't mess with mine, they don't mess with hers. <laughs> So when you two travel together, are you able to travel light because you share, or do you travel heavy? It's gotten lighter. It's gotten lighter. We went to the beach and yeah, just we just one suitcase, one suitcase for two people. Yeah, wow. and that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, swimsuits don't take up much space. You know. True, we wore swimsuits and shorts the whole time. But um, but yeah, uh, I know when we first started dating, yeah, the suitcases were a big deal. We had like three or four suitcases everywhere we went. <laughs> It was yeah. often big suitcases. Yeah, Ju Julie would tell you that I would yeah. take not just suitcases, but yeah. boxes yeah. To, to different places. Yeah. She's the worst. Yeah, you need a forklift mm -hmm. to bring my, my stuff in. Yeah. yeah, But I don't do that anymore. So Julie, just calm down. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> no, but. we we're a lot better now. We, we Because we share clothes and we just take outfits that we both would like, yeah. 
you know, and we can share them. We share, we share and, clothes. And so it's actually got a lot better. And we, we don't like, have the same shoe yeah. size, so we don't, we don't do that, but we have different know, shoe sizes. But you don't have to tell everybody what shoes are bigger than yours. I didn't say, mine could have been bigger. I didn't say whose was bigger. Okay. So since you, since you share clothes, do you share a closet? No. No. No, we have well, to. Kind of, there's a lot of the shirts hung in my closet. Yeah, actually, we do yeah. kind of share <laughs> a little bit. Not, yeah, you know, I still have my closet. We got hers and hers, you know, mm -hmm. separate sides of the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And she has a lot of her own clothes. And I have a lot of my own, but we also, because we share, we, we you know, we yeah. hang a lot of the same stuff like in my closet. Yeah, I'm that always in her closet. Yeah. Getting in yeah, I think almost every morning that she goes to work, she's in my closet. <laughs> now, bathroom, do you share a bathroom? Yes. 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 Okay. So are you both clean and organized with your skincare and your makeup and everything, or is there a messy one? <laughs> that would be her. <laughs> Mine is very organized, just so you know, and, and, and neat, and uh, everything has a place, and every place, everything is in its place. Uh, you know, so. I, I haven't lost anything yet. That's because I put it up for you every morning. <laughs> Okay, next time you two are on Trans Tuesday, let's take the computer on a walk through the closet oh, no. and a walk through the bathroom. We'll have to do it on the phone so we can walk through and look at everything. That sounds awesome. All right, so we've got some more comments coming. Oh my goodness, I'm falling behind. Okay, so Chloe Webb says, I walked by a construction worker at three feet with three days beard growth and still got a wolf howl. Oh my goodness. Woo, woo. Wow. Motion blur and good foundation can help you get around during those hairy days. That is good <laughs> advice, Chloe. <laughs> Hannah says, absolutely. Chloe says her one makeup thing is mascara. Chloe, I'm with you. I've, but you know, for me, it's the eyes. I don't have to have anything else done on my face, but I need a little bit of sculpture to create a cheekbone and I need my eyes. Um, Janice from Mexico, may I ask you one question, Samantha? Oh, sure. How, how many sessions of laser did you take? I mean, I used to take one session every 21 days for about a year, and my body hair is gone, but my facial hair is still there. Is your yeah. facial hair dark or light? That's the question. Uh, but uh, for me, her, well, I don't know if it's her natural hair, but her, well, she's Mexican. Yeah. Okay. Um, and her hair in the cam in the profile pic is dark. Okay. Uh, they will only let you do laser here every six weeks. It's, you know, so it's a long process. You you had to have anywhere from five to ten treatments to get all of your hair gone, uh, where it doesn't come back. And even after you finish it, still, you know, every year or two years or so, you might have a little bit come out that you might want to have removed again but it's just little pop-up hairs here and there it's nothing you know like it was before but facial hair all of my dark hair uh disappeared i still have some of the because you know, i had a salt and pepper you know type look and uh i still have the, the uh, salt but the pepper is gone <laughs> but, well janice i hope that answers your question if not please feel free to give more feedback i love this is so fantastic i love doing this on facebook live um, so Marina says, some foods you can eat to enhance your femininity, flax seeds, soy, fruits and veggies, lentils and yams. And I do, I always knew soy was packed full of estrogen, but I wasn't sure about everything else. Desiree says, good to know Marina. Um, Stephanie, Julie Lee says that you have learned to travel lighter. I have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Um, and Hannah would like to know, how's the relationship with the kids? So um, if you know these ladies, they are parents and Samantha is a grandparent with more grandbabies on the way. I am. Yeah. She has two little boys on the way. <laughs> and, now you, and you have moved to live with Stephanie, who has younger children still living in the yeah. home. Your, your babies are all older. Yeah, yeah my, my son is uh, 16. My, my youngest daughter is 14. Mm -hmm. My oldest daughter is turning 18 this week, and she's already left. She's already left home. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How's that going, by the way? She had a relationship. Oh, uh, we, well, no, they're good. It's very good with them. It's very good with them. We, they, you know, being teenagers, they are uh, in and out a lot. And, but uh, they, they love us both. They, mm -hmm. we had dinner with them tonight. They, you know, they, we. Um, yeah, almost know. every night we have dinner together as a family. Yeah, we right. actually sit at the table we and have dinner almost every yeah. night. Um, and so we, yeah. we all get along very well. Yeah. And like Stephanie said, you know, because of their age and their friends are always out running around somewhere doing something. Yeah, so um, busy. But uh, Rebecca's friend. Samantha also met Samantha, who is has a pool down there. That's that's mm -hmm. uh, Samantha's friend Wendy. Yeah, mm -hmm. they have a pool down the street, and and so so Rebecca, my daughter, is always over at Samantha's. It's confusing the names, but um, she's always down there. They're always they're, they are like sisters, you know. So yeah, that's my friend that I have cocktails with. I'm yeah, get out the pool. <laughs> yeah. she has a, a daughter who plays my daughter. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, and that's what we've heard is that I heard Stephanie that you've lived in that house for years and didn't know some of the neighbors until Samantha. Yeah, I, I, I was a little shy before I uh, transitioned. I admit I was, I was, um, you know, trying to keep everything on the down low. I was, I, I was a good neighbor, but not. But I was just a an absent neighbor. I think you know? <laughs> I, I, I do know their names, you know, and everything, but we don't hang out. Not really. But, you know, Stephanie, so those who watch Stephanie, you still work full time. However, Samantha has moved in, retired with the role of like the domestic um, keeper of the home and family. Does a great job. She does a great job. Yep. I am. Um, I'm retired and uh, I'm loving it. I, I love being living the domesticated life because I think like I told you in my interview, I was, you know, in the corporate field, uh, you know, working, you know, in Atlanta area and all around meeting people, talking to people and um, building relationships. But it's now I'm doing it differently. I'm still building relationships, but I'm doing it on the domestic level uh, here in small town USA Conway, you know, going out and meeting people at the store, meeting people on the walking trail. I think I mentioned that and I met several people out on the walking trail. She and, makes friends so easy. Yeah, and just uh, and, I'm love I love doing it. I that's just her personality. Yeah. She's just so friendly and so happy. You know, she just. How how did you introduce Samantha to the children? Hmm. Um. Well, I don't know. I don't remember. You know, it was uh, just. I, I guess it wasn't like some big epic thing. It just. Well, happened. I mean, they knew that I, that we were that I traveled to her place a lot. She. And eventually I, she came here and we, I guess I introduced you to your... I think it was, uh, she introduced me, you know, she actually kind of like what I did with my mother, you know, wrote letters to her children, yeah. but she sat down with them when they read the letters yeah. and in the letters that she wrote to them when she was transitioning, right. uh, she actually introduced me to them like, yeah, and we, we were dating, you know, we were yeah. seeing each other, you know, yeah. uh, so they knew up front, you know, when she first broke the news to them uh, that, you know, we were a couple 
Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so that's they knew where I was going whenever I would travel yeah. mm -hmm. somewhere. They were always always going somewhere with her. So. Um, and so had, you met, I, had you met like on FaceTime or Zoom or Skype or anything or on the phone before you met in person? Me and Stephanie? No, 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 Samantha and the children and Stephanie's children. No, I think it was just a live meeting. Yeah. She just, we, I brought her in the brought house. Brought her to the house. Brought her over one day mm -hmm. and it was just a, you know. Went out to dinner, you yeah. know, and, and uh, we just had a really good evening out. It, it actually, it went so much better than I thought it was going to. I, you know, I was really nervous. And, uh, mm -hmm. but they were, gosh, they've been absolutely wonderful through this whole transition uh, with Stephanie and then bringing me into it. Uh, they've been very accepting and understanding. And uh, it's, it's really, they have done really, really well. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you don't hear those kind of stories very often, uh, but her children have done really well with it. Yeah. Well, and you know, you two are in Arkansas, and I know some people are like, oh, it's the South, they may not be all that um, exposed to other transgender people, but you have, you'd already had trans people in your circle, in your community. Stephanie, didn't you, doesn't your daughter cheer? Yeah, yeah, my, my youngest daughter. That's just recently, isn't it, that you found out about that, or she well, found out? A year ago. Yeah, I mean, there's a girl on yeah. her, on her team who also has a transgender father, you know, a transgender, yeah which, you know, 20 kids on this team. So mm -hmm. that's pretty, that's pretty the remarkable. The odds of that is pretty <laughs> yeah. remarkable. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it, it does, it, you know, the, all my kids know, have been exposed to it. There are several kids, um, I think a handful, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's inevitable. You get 1,500 some kids in, in school, there's going to be a handful of them that are uh, trans or, or something like that. So um, yeah, They're, they know all about it. So um they don't really ask me a lot of questions about it really they just they just love me i'm just their dad yeah still the dad you know and um and they're very respectful uh, they are no. and i think it's something that i mentioned before when when you interviewed me last week you know information is so much more readily available than it was mm -hmm. years ago and so you know if they want to know something about being transgender or what transgender is or what it means or anything you know it's right there. All they yeah. got to do is just do a little research, do a little reading. Now, I think they probably have. I haven't never heard them say they have, but I would feel quite certain that they probably have. No, but they don't act like they care, though. They, they don't. Really, it really doesn't bother them. No. Honestly, it doesn't. They, which They're, is like another regular everyday family. That's yeah. how they treat me. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they don't shy away from going anywhere with us or mm -hmm. anything. It's uh, They're great kids. They really are. I love them. Mm -hmm. That's am kids. amazing. As somebody who was raised... Um, with you know multiple step parents and divorces, I can tell you that it, nuclear families often do not work well, and it can be so difficult for any combinations of families to come together. So that any couple can come together and bring the children together so beautifully like that, I think is a, a rock star story. But and you two just make it solid gold. Yeah. Yeah. They, they uh, whenever I'm not around, they you know they say you know it's like. Hey, Samantha, I'm leaving to go here or there. Mm -hmm. they, they communicate with her just like they would me. So, you know, yep. I'm the ultimate, I'm their, their dad, so I make, you know, decisions for them. But uh, they, you know, they include her. They let her know that they're leaving the house or something like that, just so she knows. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm always here that yeah. if they need something or they need to go somewhere or, you know, yeah, I mean, I'm just... We're all just one big family, and we get along very well together. You know, we do things for you know, each they're, other. They're teenagers, so they're going to be yes. they're going to do teenager stuff. But, yeah, uh, you know, which 
We've had those conversations, but you know what? Uh, it all depends on how you bring those issues about. Uh, yeah, and, and also um, they have their friends over, and that, that's also never been. Yeah. I mean, Samantha yeah. and Kyan and all these friends that come over, mm -hmm. they they uh, spend the night. They spend yeah. the night over yeah. here. Uh, it's not a problem. Their parents let them, and not, you know, they know us. Uh, they're not worried about it at all. So. Mm -hmm. Now, I, being, I think we have made a very good impression upon our neighbors and the people that we have met. And I think the word has gotten out to, you know, other people, you know, that you know, there's no reason for anybody to be afraid or have concerns about their children being here, you know, uh, because we get kids from all over coming here sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, who wouldn't want to hang out with you guys? Oh, my God. That's goodness. what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got some more comments coming in. We're actually steering back towards more of the facial hair stuff. So we've really, we've really hit a topic here. We should do a show on facial hair. Well, we're kind of doing like a one on tonight, but well, oh. um, it's a so, very important part of your transition. You know, it's your body hair and facial hair is a really big part of it. Yeah, I wish I would have known what Stephanie knew way back, and I would have yeah. started a lot earlier too. Yeah, it, it's it's it's, yeah. it, it's going to be it's no. It's no, uh, it's no lost. It's, it's no, uh, mm -hmm. to, to get started early. You can't get started early enough with hair. Removal. Mm -hmm. Really, you can't. I mean, Stephanie, did you wear a beard before? You know, years ago, years ago, I have. I, you know, it was never the greatest beard, but I, I have had a little bit of a, nothing like, you know, you see now, not like a baseball player beard, nothing like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so, nothing you know, like you weren't sure about fully transitioning. You weren't sure that that was the path for you. And you were still That's doing right. electrolysis even when you weren't sure. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I was. Yeah. It was a really good decision. Um, but even if I hadn't, I wouldn't have missed the beard. I really wouldn't. Have. It would have been, mm -hmm. you know, that would have been shaving less, you know. And, and so, for me, you know, because I was, you know, I was, pretty much transitioned at home but not at work so I was shaving you know every day and so I didn't have a beard didn't have a mustache and I wish somebody like Stephanie would have said you know you need to go ahead and get rid of that because I would have done it then instead of waiting yeah, so it's late. a lot easier to do when you yeah. before you have transition yeah so I would that's a huge advice giver I would piece of advice I give to somebody well I've noticed as a photographer at trans conferences where I'm booking people all day a lot of times um, there's the concern where people can't book with me at a certain time in the afternoon because the comment is I have to go back, wash and shave again. And they're shaving twice in one day to have that clean yeah. shaved. Yeah, some people would have that really, yeah, that, that five o'clock shadow. Yeah, the, the very heavy five o'clock shadow for some Yeah, some people, people yeah. would have to have a real, you know, have difficulty mm -hmm. with that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right, so here, here are the comments coming in about the facial hair. So Janice from Mexico, thanks, Samantha. My facial hair, I could say, is dark, and I still have my shadow of mustache and beard, and I hate it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm thinking about to take laser sessions in order to eliminate the whole body hair, including my mustache facial hair. That's what I would do if it's dark. I would definitely do the laser versus electrolysis because... Even though it's still going to hurt, it's for a very short time, whereas electrolysis, you're there for like a whole hour having hair removed, one at a time. 
and it's very painful. Oh, I did two hours. <laughs> yeah, very painful. I can't do any more than an hour. I, an hour absolutely kills me. I'm I did two hours tears. every single week, but who knows how long. Laser is very quick. You know, it's just a quick pop and it's done. But it works. And, and it works, but it takes time. You've got to be patient. It does take time. Yeah. Yeah, Julie Lee says, it would be nice to do laser or electrolysis this no shave season sucks, but I can't <laughs> get away with it. I feel you, Julie. I feel you. Yeah. Julie's a- killing me. I love, I love Julie. I always tell Julie she's like my bestie in this community. She's just somebody I could always like go to and rely on. She's helped me out with my, my photography too. She's worked my booth for me. Um, she, you know, I'm so excited for the stuff that she has going on. Um, and it's killing me. I'm like, Julie, when are you coming on the show? And she's like, I can't, I can't yet. I can't yet. I'm like, so I messaged her. I'm like, how's the second Tuesday in October? (laughs) So everybody get on Julie. (laughs) I'm like, you can shave by October, right? (laughs) So yeah, hopefully Julie will be getting on this fall. And I I can't imagine how tough that is. Yeah. And Desiree says she's followed many trans women online and has helped her so much support wise. And that's why we're here tonight. Danny is saying good night, sisters and ladies. Um, oh my goodness. I didn't realize how late it was already. We've kept everybody for an hour just chit chatting. And this oh. just this went a whole different direction than we planned, but I love it. We need to do this again so we can get back onto the love section. <laughs> I love we are. I do love yeah we thought everybody would be so interested in the love and they're like no what's your makeup we have a very wonderful uh awesome love life uh we have so much in common we're best friends uh, we do so much together and honestly uh this is probably yeah. the best decision i know i've ever made in yeah. my life yeah she she yeah. says it's her be- living her best life i am too yeah i am too yeah i, I couldn't be happier that she's here um, when things get rough, they do sometimes. Yes, they do. Um, it's nice to come home and have somebody to connect, to hug on. It really is. And like her, she's got the, you know. But one of the things I think is really special about our relationship is that we have the commonality of being transgender and understand each other on a much deeper level than you would, with, I think, a cis person. And uh, I think that really makes a big difference for us that I finally have somebody in my life that can fully understand everything about me. And I think that makes a big difference in our relationship. That's beautiful. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. Well, you two have made a, a huge impact in my life, just being a part of it. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming on for um, what is, I think, cumulatively now a fourth episode between the two of you. Um, you have been such big supporters of my feminine heart. You're both club founding members. Thank you so much. And, you know, Samantha, I'm telling you right now, you got a book in you. I can feel it. There's a book inside of there that's waiting to come out. And I can't wait to have you both back on the show. You are such phenomenal people. And, you know, you've reached our, our audience in such a special way. I, I, I can't even get over all the comments coming in and, and the direction that our audience has taken this, which is the beautiful <laughs> part. It's the beautiful part of doing this on Facebook Live. It's just fabulous. It's it just is. fabulous. Yeah. We would um, love to come back, though. We really would. I hope you invite us back. We would love to. Oh my goodness. I'm not going to let you go. I'm not going to let you go. Except now that it's after nine. I will, as everybody is saying, good night. 
everyone is saying it is it is it is the nine o'clock hour um good night everybody thank you so much for watching if you are not getting the emails janice i know that you are a new one that's on tonight if you're not getting the emails please email me info at cassandrastorm.com you can go to myfeminineheart.com um, and click there to to get on the email list and make sure that you are getting the information because I send them out like twice a week with all the shows and episodes that we air, all the ways that you can connect with each other and the information that can be shared. Our whole mission is is outreach, education, and support for the for trans women. And I think that we accomplished like that spectrum tonight. <laughs> I think so, but you know what? There's so much more. There is. There's so much more. So I would love to be able to come back with Stephanie and share a lot more, maybe get a little deeper into our lives and, and, and deeper into being transgender. Uh, I think there's so much more that people want to know and want to hear. I totally agree. I think we're, we're never going to run out of content. We're never going to run out of it, especially with amazing people like you joining in to host us and amazing audience members like we have had. They're all saying good night. I'm going to say good night too. Good night, everybody. We love you. Good night, ladies. Thank you for your time. Thank you, everybody. Take care, stay safe, and we will see you soon. Join us next Tuesday with Ashley Brundage. Good night, y'all. Hey, good night.